Caroline Dowd Higgins. Thank you for listening to Your Working Life, my podcast series featuring thought leaders in the career and personal growth arena. You spend a significant portion of your life at work, so my goal is to provide you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. And I am delighted to welcome my very special guest to the show today, Divya Parekh. Divya, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Caroline, and giving me the opportunity to have this conversation with you. Uh, we are kindred spirits in so many ways, my dear, interested in empowering people on their professional journey. But let me tell the listening audience around the world all about you. Divya is an in-demand motivational speaker, a leading business relationship and leadership coach, and an Amazon bestseller. She has guided many entrepreneurs, CEOs, and management personnel into realizing their goals and reaching their next level of accomplishment. Divya accomplishes this through her coaching, leadership talks, and workshops. And her books, including her newest, The Entrepreneur's Garden, Nine Essential Relationships to Cultivate Your Wildly Successful Business serve as the foundation for many leaders in business and organizations. And her other books include Stress Management, Mindfulness Mastery, Critical Thinking, Candid Critique, Appreciative Inquiry, Leadership and Influence, and Emotional Intelligence. So, Divya, you are a wealth of information and such an important expert. Let's dive right in, though, and talk about entrepreneurs, since that is a sweet spot for you. Do you think that entrepreneurs live an easier life in comparison to the corporate professionals, Divya? <laughs> That's a great question, Caroline. This is one of the myths that most People think that entrepreneurs have it easy because now they're on boss, they've got flexible timing. And what I want to share is that entrepreneurs leave a legacy behind. They live a legacy because they are interacting with the community on a broader basis than a professional in a corporate. And they do have their fair share of stress and overwhelm. The only difference is, is that in corporate world, there can be timelines that are being imposed by other people, whereas for entrepreneurs, they have to wear so many different hats and they have to juggle differently. They have to juggle things all on their own. They do not have the support systems that are present in corporate world to support an individual. So especially for small entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs with small teams, they are struggling with having the establishment of systems. So if it's not planned right, entrepreneurship can be stressful. Now, at, yet at the same time, one of the things that differentiates an entrepreneur from a professional is having that passion. Yeah. And the key is to balance that passion, staying in the stress when the stress is good and not letting it become chronic or overwhelmed. I agree. And you have such specific experience, Divya, because you had a vibrant corporate career and very purposely chose to move into the entrepreneurial realm. So how has your world changed? One of the ways my world has changed is to look at the world with a very open perspective. Because when I was in the corporate world, yes, I had a lot of freedom. I have been very fortunate. I had great bosses and I was allowed to do things independently. 
and yet the freedom was there and yet there was enough structure. So yes, structure brings freedom and yet structure can bring constraints. And now what happens is the structures that I have created for myself are very conducive to my own personality and the structures are still there because if the structures are not there, then you cannot operate, plan, execute and learn from the entrepreneurial processes. So it's about having structures that allow you to have freedom and play into the field of creativity. And I love that you're really talking about designing structures that are customized for you. And that's a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Divya, you write so beautifully about the relationship with self, especially for those transitioning from corporate to the world of entrepreneurship. Can you tell me more about that? Absolutely, Caroline. When I talk about relationship itself is, let's take a look at the bigger picture. So when we talk about ourselves, it's not only just us. It is, you may have a spouse, you may have children, you may have a job, you have your health, you have your looks, you have your finances, you have the way you spend your day, your time, you have your parents, you have your friends, you have your community, you have social. So we are one part of the whole system. We never look at that. It, and then we talk about greater good, we think, oh, it's greater good for the planet or some people out of somewhere. But we do not look with the perspective that we are one part of the whole system, of the whole planet. And when you look from that perspective, it's so important to have that relationship itself, being true to yourself. And when I say that, you know, being true to yourself is it involves three different elements. And these elements are so important for you to be not only be happy in your personal life, to live the quality of life that you deserve, but it's also about living a life where you can grow your business and you can impact others. And those three points when we talk about relationship itself, which I've talked extensively in my book, is about mindfulness. I'm so, so glad me. you talked about that. I just want to, forgive me for interrupting, I want you to talk about mindfulness. But what struck me is the greater good really starts with each of us individually. So thank you for making that so simple and crystal clear. But please, keep, keep telling us more about mindfulness. Oh, absolutely. And um, thank you, Caroline, for your feedback. It is so true that, yes, it does begin with yourself. And then we have the three core things that make our relationship itself great. One is mindfulness, second is authenticity, and third is our core values and being in alignment with those values. So mindfulness, I always say that let's imagine you or anyone else Let's say you are in a park. Mm -hmm. You're right there with your child. Or you could be sitting there with your friends having a picnic or you're there for a walk. Now you're walking and especially at this time of the year, I love fall. And we are very fortunate in North Carolina this year to see different hues of color. That green blending with the yellow, that lime green and peach and reds and orange and golds. So now let's say if I'm in the park and yet I'm thinking about my past. Oh, somebody told me that and I'm so not thrilled about it. And you're walking 
in that beautiful environment full of richness and energy and yet you're thinking about the past or if you're worried about your future. So what's happening is you're passing through life. You're not living your life. You're just there. You are making a point of doing the checkbox of the exercise. So that's not called living. And I do want to bring that to people where I say that mindfulness is being in the present. And it's okay if thoughts come. Mindfulness does not mean that you do not experience emotions. Mindfulness is the conscious rethinking of your actions. And now that action could involve thinking, could be behavior, could be just focusing your attention on the present moment. So that is what mindfulness is all about in my experience and in my definition. Beautiful. You just spoke so eloquently about the colors of the fall trees, and it gave me this beautiful mental picture. I could almost smell the crisp air in your description, and I could feel the wind in the trees. Your new book is called The Entrepreneur's Garden, so there's a good segue. Tell us about that. So The Entrepreneur's Garden is for entrepreneurs who are starting out, or even if you're an established entrepreneur. It is a book that explores the nine essential relationships that entrepreneurs need to master to be successful while they're keeping their business. So let's say if you have accelerated your business, you're at a status quo and it's important to sustain that success. And there are some entrepreneurs who wanna grow their business. Now, while you're growing your business, it's important to keep the passion because we entrepreneurs I would say majority of us go into entrepreneurship to cultivate our passion and give those dreams a reality. So the book story follows an entrepreneur whose name is Sally, who has started her own business. And while things were going well for her, she soon finds herself grappling with different tensions and challenges for growing her company. And as she realizes that she needs to change her approach, or give up her business to reach the next level. She sets her intentions on finding a mentor. And Sally finds a mentor, D, who is just full of love and wisdom and passes that on to Sally. So D is a successful entrepreneur and believes in sharing how she learned to keep her business running smoothly while pursuing other things in life that were important to her. And she points that out to Sally by the very fact that one needs to concentrate on nine key relationships and Sally surpasses her dreams and has fun doing that. So it's for both new and experienced entrepreneurs and it is about planting the seeds of a successful business operations and reap a bountiful harvest at the end. And it's again developing the relationships not only with yourself, with time, money, with people because people are the fabric of your life. So true. Everything hinges on relationships. And, and you write beautifully, Divya, about the difference between a contact, a connection, and a relationship. Would you define those differences for us? Sure. So there are d several different definitions that are out there about contact, connections, and relationships. I'm going to share the definition that I have experienced through my clients, through my friends, my family, my support, and 
hundreds of clients that I have coached. So contact is a person or someone you know. Okay. It could be one of your neighbors. It could be a person that you've met in networking. And if you're a corporate professional, it could be somebody who's another department where you know them, you're, you say hi, hello, and you have not yet ventured into the realm of creating connections. And it's important to know that you may know a lot of people who are your contacts, but they'll not become connections because you have not found that resonance with them. And when you find the resonance, what happens is it's about making an effort. It's about taking timely action. So, for example, you meet somebody in a conference. You're a corporate professional or an entrepreneur. You're at a conference and you find someone who has very similar interests like you, that you may be kindred spirits. Now, the key is, if you don't take timely actions after you have met, then that seed is not going to grow. So, just like a seed needs the sunlight, the dark, the fertilizer, the manure to completely grow into a powerful plant or a sturdy tree. Similarly, relationships need constant attention, efforts, time, and energy, and giving. I sincerely believe that giving is the key. Start out with giving. Give to empower, not to disempower. When you're connecting with people, it's not about competing. It's about giving to serve. Now, we take one step further that connections can stay as connections where you're good friends. Now, yet not all connections become relationships. When you find that you are resonating with the other person, where your values are aligned, where your goal for life is together, and when you find kindred spirits like that, and Caroline, it's you and I are just such an example. We touch base with so many people who remain as contacts, but then we become a connection. And it's about moving forward and forming that bond and relationship. But it's about giving. So relationship takes the connection one step further, where you give to other person, where you serve them, and where you help them succeed, where you build the trust. And you're creating experiences through repeated actions because people remember as Maya Angelou has said not what you told them but how you made them feel and it has to go for a long period of time and helping them with their events helping them celebrate their joys and being part of their sorrows so being there for them that's what a relationship is about I, I so believe what you're saying and agree 100%, Divya. I think relationships need to be nurtured. And I, I love, again, the metaphor of planting the seed and, and growing and stewarding that seed. And that seed is a new relationship. So thank you for that. So so beautifully put. So you have such incredible leadership and entrepreneurial development content that you share online. Divya, how can our listeners around the globe today access that? How can they keep in touch with you after the show? Thank you for asking that. So one of the first things you could do is go to my website, which is www.diviaparik.com. And I'll spell out my name. It's D as in David, I, V as in Victor, Y, A, 
P is in Paul, A is in Apple, R is in Robert, E, K is in Kevin, H is in Harry. So it is www.diviaparik.com and you can contact me at contact at diviaparik.com and Caroline, for your listeners today, I'm going to share a gift if they're open to receiving it. So if they go to success.diviaparik.com hyphen, oh, my apologies, success.diviaparik.com the, T-H-E, hyphen, entrepreneurs, E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S, hyphen, garden, forward slash. I so believe, listeners, that this book will be of immense help to you. Because I want the book in your hands, I'm offering a $60 value bonus. There are two bonuses that add up to $60. Please go check out the site, sign up, and follow the process, and I'm here to serve you. Oh, Debbie, that's so generous. Thank you very much. So as we wrap up, what's the one thing you want our listeners to take away from today's show? What's the one message you'd like to crystallize? So the one message that I would like to crystallize is bringing the passion, performance, and profits together because these are so intertwined. They cannot be done away from each other. The reason being that, yes, people shy away about talking for money. But remember, if you have money, it brings you freedom to live the quality lifestyle that you desire and to do the greater good. So it pulls it together. So keep that passion. Let it manifest into your performance and let that performance go into your prosperity. Bring the three together and help others, serve others and give back. Divya Parak, you are extraordinary. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your generous gift for our global listening audience today. I treasure you and look forward to collaborating with you again in the future. And I'm so grateful that you shared your wisdom with our audience today. Thank you, Caroline, for this opportunity. I'm really grateful. And it has been such a joy knowing you and having you on my radio show as well. And as I get to know more of you, Caroline... You're a treasure, and I'm blessed and very grateful to have you in my life. So thank you again. Oh, thank you. And I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Your Working Life, where my goal is to help you design your career destiny so it doesn't happen by default. Career and life satisfaction is possible, and it's time to embrace what you love doing so you can do more of it. My show is now available on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, and Stitcher. I hope you will subscribe so you can get fresh shows every week. And consider leaving a comment because I always appreciate hearing from my listeners. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. Take good care.